You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 092. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 92. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hello, fans. (laughs) Well, hello there, junkies. (laughs) What's going on, junkies? Hey, baby, how are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing pretty good. I, I, uh... It's been a long day, but it's uh, it's been a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a lot of good things happen. I'm so fucking excited for date night. I can't barely. I take know, it. I know. So a little insider scoop: what we do a lot of times for podcast recording is we do. I think we've told them this actually. We usually record on Saturday evenings, and we yeah. we do like get a couple, a couple in. We do a podcast or two. We do sometimes he does a little body work on me, and then we have like a nice dinner. We do have like a great date night. So it's just like. It's just so fun because it. I think it's really good for us because we're we're in kind of weekend mode. We're chill. We're yeah. not like oh, gotta get stuff done. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys rushing off to work get that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Give them like a nice little tranquility boost. Exactly. Yeah. So welcome everybody. We're so glad to be here with you today. We have a fun topic. I've never done this before. Yeah, this is kind of a fun one. Yeah. Wild card. It's almost like a little mailbag. I'm going to do answers to listener questions. So I've had a handful of submissions that have come through that uh, could, I I guess they, they could be their own episode altogether, but they're also could very quickly be answered and a lot of them are topics or some of I should say some of them are topics that aren't as congruent with the whole direction of the pod so it wouldn't make sense for me to do an entire episode but for me to do just like quick mailbag to answer everybody's questions um and have you kind of sound off on them too? I Mailbag. Oh, like that. You mean? We got a new jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> I gotta come up with something different. I do that with everything now. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear your your perspective on a lot of this stuff. So yeah. But but before we jump in, for those of you guys who are maybe new to the show. Typically, what we'll do is we have a little segment that Mr. Smith spearheads at the very beginning, which we're actually thinking about maybe switching it up maybe a little switching bit. it up. So let us know Changes what you think. Making. We're thinking about, we're tossing around the idea <laughs> of maybe Mr. Smith having like Mr. Smith's wisdom corner or something silly like that. They're just where he does a quick little tidbit of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know. Because what what we really love is the dynamic of not taking everything so fucking seriously. Right. You know, and having something that's kind of witty and funny to kind of break up how intense this is. In the beginning, yeah. Exactly. You know, so I'm really torn. You've got to warm the mics up. You, you've got to warm the mics up somehow. Yeah. So if you guys have, feel free to, to hit us up at, um, I believe at podcast at thejoyjunkie.com and you can let us know. 
if there are any ideas that you have for Mr. Smith's segment that you would really like to hear. So we're, we're tossing around ideas. But yeah. in the meantime, Should let me fun. tell you something where you can get some awesome shit for free. I've been talking about this this last couple of weeks. because Awesome I'm- shit. <laughs> Awesome <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. And being that it's Saturday, I'm already at least one whiskey in. So you know, oh my god. Hashtag drunk life coach. No, I'm <laughs> no, really not. Not drunk. No, I do my best work when I'm one whiskey in. Is that right? <laughs> good to know. I'm definitely the sassiest. Good to so know. if a uh, good to know. <laughs> so if if things are a little silly, you know why. Um, but what I really want you guys to know, I've been talking about this for a while. I have a brand new subscriber gift available for you guys. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash free or just thejoyjunkie.com. You'll see it there as well. And you can get a brand new workbook, ebook that I put together. And you can also get it in audiobook format if you prefer that. Because I knew we'd have a lot of listeners who prefer to listen to stuff versus yep. go through it. Some people are audible learners. Some people are visual. That's very true. Thanks, Mr. Smith. That's, <laughs> That's my wisdom corner. <laughs> there are many different types of learners. <laughs> so... Yeah, so if you go there and you download the book, it is called Stand Up for Yourself Without Being a Dick, Nine Proven Challenges to Help Radically Influence Your Self-Confidence and Self-Love. So it's all about, you know, we talk on the pod all the time about it's not just listening to the shit. It's actually doing something differently. So the whole structure of the book is designed to get you into action. So it's structured like a workbook, really. So... Go get your free copy. Please send anyone you think could benefit to thejoyjunkie.com slash free so that they can snag this too. I, I just, the more people that we get acting courageously and confidently and loving themselves, the better. Like that's really what we need in this world. So absolutely. Get the word out. Absolutely. So what do you have for us today for? Would you rather... Oh, I have uh, this one. I kind of took two different would you rather's and put them together. Oh, you did? Uh huh. Taking liberties? I did. So this one is uh, Would you rather play the guitar like a rock star, okay. just have amazing ability on a guitar, okay. or have anyone in the world take your phone call? Oh, that one. Yeah, but if you played. If you played guitar like a rock star, you'd probably get the other one. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I, I, it's a toss-up for me between. I just don't care that much about music. Yeah, but it's a, um, it's a vessel, you know. Oh, it's you, like a vehicle, right? A like, vehicle to getting more shit. Absolutely. If you played, <laughs> if, no, if you played like a rock star, how many? Uh, I mean, how how awesome would your coaching get oh right like how you know, many like other how many influences could you have or opportunities yeah but then if you get somebody on the phone and like you, president obama or oprah or you know because they'd be like you play jesus jesus i got jesus on speed dial <laughs> jesus is what we <laughs> jesus. like to call him in southern california jc <laughs> um you know that's a you make a very good argument there mr smith uh because my first thought was like I would have Tony Robbins on speed dial, like uh, yeah, he's a good one to have on Tony speed dial. Robbs or Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette, you'd like to talk to her all like all the time. 
I just love her. She is awesome. I would, I'm not going to say that, but yeah. How much, uh, yeah, you know, if she became a friend, there's, she'd be awesome. there's a handful. Amy Poehler, I love. Amy Poehler. I, awesome. I would be stoked to talk to her. Um, but you're, I see what you're saying. But then I would also have to spend a decent amount of time doing music. No, you wouldn't. It would be an innate gift. I would just pick one up and just yeah. be like, be like, <laughs> be like, yeah. be like you'd be like you signed a contract with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but not. But not. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I think I think I would like to play the guitar like a rock star. Like how badass would that be? You'd be pretty sexy. Be pretty pretty hot. Gotta say. Yeah. Because then, if, well, if you choose that one, that'd be great. Because then I could ride your coattails to whatever I get from through that. To Valhalla. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I could just speed dial Tony There Rob, you go. Tony Robbs. Yeah, see, it's a win-win. And then we could take you and all your famous people and we could go hang out on his island and, <laughs> and it would be awesome. But it would just be awesome to be able, just like the spirit that's in a guitar. Like Truly. It would be cool to be able to, it would grow you too. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Those sorts of any art form like that, poetry, acting, sure. musician, that, all yeah. of that stuff, like it, it taps into your spirit, man. How about you guys? How about the junks? What do yeah. you, what's what's your favorite? Yeah, we need to. We what need, would you do? What would you? What would you rather? Rather. <laughs> oh my god, we're getting silly. All right, so I want to answer a couple questions from some listeners. And these are various topics. They're kind of all across the board that that people have written in about. And I think we should just kind of address some of them. Okay. Let's address them. You ready? I, I, I am. Are you born ready? I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Because I really want your opinion too. Okay. Okay. So first one. Hi, Amy. My question is, how to look pretty when you don't keep up with makeup, skincare, hair, or clothing? How to be a pretty girl? How to be a pretty girl? I'm a pretty girl. I'm a pretty. Am I? Am I? Am I a pretty girl? Number <laughs> keys. You're my best friend. <laughs> am I? Am I a pretty girl? <laughs> I think I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> you think I'm a pretty girl? You think I'm a pretty girl? <laughs> I'm a pretty girl. Stop. Okay, I'll stop. Oh my god. Sorry, continue. Okay. She says, uh, I am I am overweight, but until I deal with that issue, I do want to feel sexier. I have always been the type of person to get into something quickly, like a new skincare or makeup regimen, or maybe clothing, and then I drop it just as quickly. I research home remedies at times, and I don't use that either. For instance, I have coconut oil for eating or for beauty. And she says, this is cute. I am your opposite, if you can imagine. I would, I never wear makeup. And then she gives me like a little background about herself. And um, so she says, you know, I just want to look better without changing myself too much. Thanks, Amy and Mr. Smith, for a great show. I fucking love, I love that people call me Amy and Mr. Smith. Like, <laughs> so, there are some people who say Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but I would, I like it so much more when they say Amy and Mr. Smith. Why is that? Because it's, it's like your moniker. My name? Yeah. Yeah? It's like you being my little, you know, my sidekick. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've always been Mr. Smith. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. So let's answer this question. 
So when I first saw this, I really thought I what it comes down to, okay, well, first of all, I could give you a lot of like easy suggestions, like two-in-one products, you know, ways to remove your makeup and cleanse your skin at the same time or you know, shampoo and conditioner in one or, you know, I could give you all these remedies, but the, this, the issue is that you're not using them anyway. So I think this is one of, is such a great example to anything in our life that we want, but getting there is kind of a pain in the ass or kind of a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much work. Right. So you either want to stay the same or you want to get physically fit. You either want to keep eating the same or you want to change your health and wellness as far as dietary you know, choices. Sure. You either want to stay in the same job or you want to change your job. Like you cannot have both. Like it's, it's almost like this uh, question is almost like, hey, Amy, I really, really, really want to lose weight, but I'm just not willing to eat healthy. Yeah. It's kind of how it sounds. Like, Amy, I'm really, really, like, I really want to look pretty and, like, get dolled up and stuff, but I'm just not willing to do anything. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what it sounds like to me. So it, I don't think it has to be really revolutionary. I think it's a matter of which one do you want more. Right. And that's a that's a tough question to ask yourself. Like, you got to just really get internal and go, all right, which one do I really want? Right. Um, do I want to just stay the way I am and I'm happy with that because I don't have to put the energy into it or do I really want that and am I willing to put the energy and the effort into it? That's absolutely right. And with this particular topic, it can be a different answer every day. So this might be a good option for like versus, um, you know, if you really want to get healthy, you know, like lose weight or something like that. Like you kind of have to habituate a way of being, eating and exercising over a duration of time to make that goal happen. Your, yeah. But you could choose to get dolled up one day of the week. That's true. So That's you, true. Could, you could Absolutely. choose to honor that desire one day and another desire a different day. That's true. That's true. It doesn't have to be quite so polarized. Yeah. So I think it really comes down to checking in with yourself and looking looking at what are you really craving and what are you what would really truly bring you fulfillment and how hard are you willing to work to get there? Mm -hmm. Because you also don't have to do um, it doesn't have to be super high maintenance. It doesn't mean you either take two hours to get ready or you do absolutely nothing. You could always do just a little mascara, a little lip gloss, pull your hair back. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can choose what, you know, what you really want to do. But the thing that I keep hearing, like when I kept reading this, I kept going, it seems like you feel like you should want to do these things. Oh, But you don't really want to. <clears throat> because that's, that's a lot of times why we will throw in the towel with things is we see that like other people do it or we admire it in someone else. Like I admire spontaneity and adventure in everybody else. I am very clear that I do not want that in my life. I'm very clear. I'm very well. clear. It fucking stresses me out. It does. I like planned, organized, like no surprises, the factual data. I don't like being thrown a curveball, whatever. But I totally admire it in others. So same is true for this person. They could admire people who love getting dolled up or love taking time with aesthetics and still know that it's not how they thrive the best. Right. And still choose like 
you know, maybe once a week or once a month or once a year, I do put in a decent amount of effort and I like how I feel then, but it's not a way of life for me. Okay. It's just about personal choice. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on that one. Yeah. Anything else that you hear in that one? No, I like your answers. <clears throat> I, like, um, uh, I like the way you came at that for sure. Yeah, there was something else that came up for me when she said this too. Um, oh, you don't know what came up for me was uh, it seems like she just hasn't found the right little remedy or like um, ritual that works for her so she, that she feels pretty. Yeah. Maybe she's been picking up all these different things and none of them are actually fixing the real issue of I don't feel attractive or I, right, you know like right. there there's a deeper issue there than just the, the superficial yeah. cosmetics of it well and she has said and I might you know, be wrong I do want to I do want to lose weight <clears throat> and stuff like that which is is great but it doesn't she didn't it didn't come out to me like oh my god I'm super fucking insecure it didn't really sound like that okay. to me okay good. um and I, and I could be wrong. Obviously, I only get like a, a tiny little snippet. Yeah, it's hard to base off of that. But but usually if, you know, you, well, yeah. Because then she, she says here, like, I want to look better without changing myself too much. So that's about really figuring out what, what that looks like is. for you. Yeah. And sometimes things take effort. And when you look at the grand scheme of it, it's like, I'd rather not do that effort than have the result that it yields. Yes. You know, yeah. like if it's going to take me this long to get dolled up or <laughs> do this remedy or whatever, it just doesn't seem like she wants it that much. Yeah. It seems like you want comfort more. And I would also say do do whatever fuels your soul. Don't feel like you should wear makeup just because everybody else does or everyone at work does or all your sisters do or whatever. No, it's about what works for you. Yeah. It truly does. It truly is about what works for you. And what do you need to do to feel good in your own skin, to feel good in your own body? Is it moving yourself more? Is it vitamins and supplements? It might not be anything aesthetic. It might be drinking water more. It might be doing yoga. It might be having a meditation practice. Is there something that can actually influence how you feel about yourself that yeah. is not aesthetic? That's kind of what I was getting at is that you said it's very more, uh, much more eloquent than I did. <laughs> cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So next one. I, str I struggle with double standards. I am a stepmom who has to work with an overly controlling bio mom, a BM. Biological mom. <laughs> Which I think is funny. BM. Like a bowel That's movement. That's funny. I, this, this is shit that I have no idea about, by the way. Like, yeah. I don't know that you call them bio moms and all that. Anyway, as you can imagine, things with children are not planned and come up constantly. So therefore, we are often communicating and working with the BM. <laughs> if I suggest something for my stepson, stepson, it's wrong or she has something better. Next scenario, she can suggest the very same thing I did and it's perfect. After so many times, it starts to break me down. How can I let go of the double standards she has and focus my belief that my husband and I are doing what we feel is best? This is just one specific example. I face double standards at work as well. So I think this topic would be beneficial for most of your tribe listening to the pod. Okay. This, did we do this one already? No, no. I read these to you before. Okay. And said, Seems like, like we what did were this your one. thoughts on it? Okay. Um, and I remember you were like, who the fuck cares what the other people think? 
Yeah, but yes. <laughs> but you also have to take into account that you have a BM, right? And their input matters too. Right. Right? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And that's that's hard for me because I don't know obviously I don't know what it's like to be a parent I certainly don't know what it's like to split responsibilities with stepmoms and biological moms and you know whatever I've always thought that was a challenge I I think it is so that well there's one thing is really cut yourself some slack and give yourself some compassion for dealing with that but know that anytime that you're dealing with an external force whether it's this situation a boss a sibling whoever anyone who's difficult and challenging their response like that her own kind of insidious behavior is hers. There's nothing that you can do to make her behave differently. Right. And it, it, it's without I mean, her wanting to change. It, it it's like rinse and repeat here because you're always saying like it's if you can't control it or if it's something outside of your control, then you have to look within. What kind of a person am I being? How do I represent myself? And you know, Make sure that you're being the person that you want to be and that you're doing the best for the kids, you know, at the end of the day. Right. That's exactly right. So, like, let's assume, here's the question to ask yourself. Let's assume that good old BM is going to always be this way. She is always going to be double standarding it up. She is always going to think that she came up with this great idea after you already suggested it and she was she rebuffed it. That's how it's always going to be. How do you make sure that you are okay? Yeah, right. Like, who cares? Let it be her idea. What, what does that matter? Right. And, and it's, it's frustrating. Like, I don't, I don't dispute that it's frustrating. This is the classic example of um, why I'm always telling people to only surround yourself with people who build you up. Yeah, absolutely. And these are those instances where you, you, cannot, you can't choose you that. There's no choice, yeah. You, yeah, you can't be like, well, we're going to kick you to the curb. Like there are, there's legalities, there's like, you know, there's some situations that keep you bound to them. So I would say it's about creating, uh, creating any sort of actual boundary that you need to have. Um, I had a situation like this years ago where I was – I, I was in a really toxic work environment and I was around somebody who I could not stand being around. It was one of my managers. And so one of my personal commitments was I'm going to try to do everything in my my power to have the most minimal amount of contact, minimal amount of conversation. Because before that, my, my goal was always try to one-up her, to engage in conversation where I would win. And it was always suffering, suffering, yeah. suffering, suffering. And because she, she was never going to be different. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how do I take care of me? Well, limit this as much as possible. So if we were working together, I did everything I could to not be in a situation where we were going to get into a conversation or I just kind of minded my own business and took care of Amy. So it's the same situation when you cannot avoid (laughs) being within somebody's realm is there a way you can can limit the conversation and just acknowledge like, okay, you're going to always be like that, but here's what my husband and I need to do to take care of us. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's sticky. You're ne- And you will most likely never agree with her. You're never going to be like, wow, she's amazing. You know what I mean? So it's because we can't control her. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is, you know, she mentioned like this ha- double standard ha- doesn't just with the BM. It's with work and other things, right? Right. Well, she said, yeah, it worked. <clears throat> so maybe there's a 
some kind of a conflict within or like, uh, you know, like for instance, you're, you are a great gift giver. You're very thoughtful in your gifts. You um, like handmade, hand make things and they look amazing and they look like you got them in a store, but you made them. Um, and that's how you expect to be given back, but it doesn't always get reciprocated. Right. Right. So maybe there's, I don't know, maybe there's something like that in there. I don't know. Right. Where she's like, I want you to behave the way I behave. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I can see what you're saying. I think, I think one of the tools, like if you're looking for something to actually utilize in this relationship, I would be, I would say start looking for a different piece of evidence because it seems Mm. to me like when, once you've created a story about somebody, like they have double standards Uh or like, let me watch them do the same shit they do over and over again. You build a case for it. Yeah, and you all, that's what you always see. Right? Yeah, that's what you look for. So every interaction with the sun, every interaction that you see her, you are looking for evidence to build yeah. your case, to reinforce your case, to reinforce the evidence. Mm-hmm. So what if you stopped looking for it? What if you look for something else? What if you stopped looking for something? What if you started looking for something different? Like, let me look at every time she does something compassionate or kind or she actually is generous with our timing or anything else because obviously focusing on this and building your case for this doesn't feel good it's not helping yeah right anyone at all right so what if you started looking standing in a place of self-care first of all for you you know limiting your interaction as much as possible and then also looking for what's the good here right change the perspective shift yeah it's just a perspective shift about what you are looking for All right, so moving on. This one, I love this one. Can men and women truly be just friends? Mm. Well, I, (laughs) case in point, (laughs) I have a friend that I've had for uh, 10 years, Mm -hmm. and she is my sister. Yeah. That's my girl, man. Like, I'm definitely, she's definitely on a friend level. Totally platonic. Yeah, totally. And it yeah. always has been. Always, yeah. Um, so I uh, can they? Yes. Uh, if they've had intercourse or if they've had any sexual relationships, <laughs> I, I would say it's probably harder. Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons why I was really slow with you is because I really dug you as a person. I oh. liked our friendship and I didn't want to ruin it by taking it to the next level and realizing that it wasn't for us. And you can't go back. And you and can't it's all go back. And weird and right. Jealous. So from my perspective, I think you can, definitely, as long as there hasn't been a history before that. Okay. Maybe the, maybe you can, even if so, but I well, I'm I'm pretty much of the I try to always stand in the, the belief that anything's possible. Yeah. You know, like even with the last thing, like I think it could be possible that this, you know, the the biological mom turns out to be amazing, does personal development, owns her shit, changes it. You know, yeah. like I really think anything is fucking possible. Same is true with this. I think you can be brilliant friends with your ex. I think you could, I, I think there's so many things that are possible. Do I think it's common? No, I do not think it's common. Yeah. I think it's more common that men and women who are friends, one person wants more. I think that's way more common. However, I have had this experience over and over, like, like, 
I have had really good male friends over my lifetime yeah. many times. Right. Like Brock was a really close friend of mine for a long time. Maddie was a really close friend. Chris is a close friend now. You don't think any of them wanted to go further? I definitely don't think Brock did, no. Yeah? No. I've, I That has always felt so platonic to me. Okay. Um, and... It's interesting because... And I definitely our, don't think Maddie either. Our perception... Because we're in friend zone, might skip over seeing the little things that might have registered as oh they do want to go further, right? You know, not to no, say that that's I'm, the case. I'm, I'm just throwing clear. it out there. Yeah, no, all, all of them. I felt pretty clear that it was very, yeah, very much just friends. Mm-hmm. So, so here's here's the, the caveat around this and why I think it's so challenging is because of the evolution of souls. I think that there are so many people in relationships who haven't done enough personal development or haven't evolved enough as just in their own self yeah. that they read stuff like that as not being possible or they read it as um, a reason for jealousy or controlling or like it's just not a lot of people allow the expanse for that to be possible mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who just make it like well what do you want with him what do you want with her what would he uh, yeah. you know and yeah. and it's just not it's something that's acceptable so to an- the short answer is absolutely yes they can absolutely yes they can but <laughs> a lot of people to make the short answer longer <laughs> right but i just think there's a lot of people who because of various other issues and stuff in their own life have a hard time allowing for it mm-hmm. yeah i see that for sure and uh i think we're also kind of looking in the mirror sometimes when we see those situations what do you mean uh, meaning like um if we think oh well they can never be friends it means that we probably haven't had uh, the ability to be just friends with the opposite sex either. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That could actually very be a total reality. You know, it could, yeah, and it could also be societal stigmas. It could be that you, you know, had a great friend and everyone in your family was just like, when are you guys going to hook up? When are you right. guys going to... You know, exactly. it's like, God, we're just fucking friends. You know, sure. whatever. But to answer the questions, yes. Just spitballing. Just spitballing here. <laughs> um... Quick question. Somebody had asked about a uh, difference between religion and spirituality. Which we had a big conversation about this with uh, a couple friends of ours about yeah. religion and spirituality. Yes, with the neighbors. And, y- y- no, with Sitan. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And uh, he brought up an interesting point. He said, "Spiritual spirituality has become a religion." Right, right, right. I, I, I see his point. I just don't agree. No, I, I definitely see his point. I see his I point because I don't now agree, you get but... people who are like <clears throat> so sucked up into like their version of their like vinyasa fucking yoga or their, you know. Exactly. Retreats and whatever that they're all elitist mm-hmm. in their organized granola-ness. Right. You know, yeah. So we can, we can, I think we could make anything into a fucking religion. Absolutely. So the the way I look at it is religion is something that is like an organized faith that usually has some sort of doctrine associated with it, like a uh, some sort of belief structure. And and in my opinion, big disclaimer, um, 
has been used historically for control of people control yeah. of populations not i don't know as if it's as much now but definitely historically war with war and everything like that i feel like it's been a huge element of control the short story of that is i believe that fundamentally as humans we want something to believe in and i think that there are powers that be whether it's you know um i don't want to get too much into this but recognize that if we tap into faith and what people want to believe in and we give them something to believe in, we can also control them. Right. So I don't want to get too much into that. Spirituality, however, I believe is of or relating to spirit. Anything that has to do with your soul or your spirit. So the easy way to d differentiate this would be um, anything spiritual would be something that you can't, actually look at physically so for instance you can't say you can't show physically where you love someone or and when your feelings get hurt you can't really show where we can't biologically say it hurt it hurts right yeah, here yeah. really like our feelings are hurt just spiritually sure but you can say your heart hurts or your stomach hurts you know like you can you, you can have a physical manifestation, physical manifestation yeah. right but there's also you know like when you when you have a, 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 like for instance, a body that's being kept alive physically, it's like the the engines being ran, but there's no soul left in the body. There's no spirit, and that to me is spirituality. And I think it can take so many different forms. For me, this is my spirituality: digging into my own divinity, figuring out how Amy operates, intuition to me, like learning how to really feel into what feels right for you in your life that's spirituality to me which is more of a buddhist doctrine if you look at it and i'm like whatever yeah. i don't feel any sort of need to identify with any sort of moniker like that right. i used to i used to when i was really breaking free from a lot of religious dogma i felt like i need to name this something yeah so that I can say, I'm a this. And right. now I, I don't feel that at all. But that's also been cultivating confidence. See the last episode. Um, <laughs> you know, after I become a much more confident person, I'm okay not knowing a lot yeah. of stuff. Because there's also a lot of stuff that I do feel really confident about, you know, and I do feel sure about. Yeah. And so for me, flexing my spirituality is looking at my own internal God, um, yeah, which for me, me is my intuition. Don't label me. Don't label me. <laughs> I don't need your stinking labels. So, yeah, and I think I think your spirituality can be. Gosh, I mean. But spirituality can be communal as well. Yeah. You know, like bunch of spirits getting together. Absolutely, I think spirituality can be <clears throat> the afterlife. You know, um, people who are able to converse with those who have passed beyond this plane of existence. Um, I have no weirdness about that. Like people who are psychic, people who get visions, like dealing with spirit. I, I Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole thing on this. But sure. again, this is why I wanted to just do little synopsis and little bite-sized things here because I don't know if it necessarily warrants an entire pod because of my particular business. Like sure. it's not really. It, yeah, a lot of these about. don't like fit in, but they, they're kind of on the outskirts. Right, yeah. right, on the outskirts. All right, so <clears throat> one final one so we can wrap this up. Um, and this was actually about our last, one of our last couple of episodes around the deposits and the withdrawals. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I was talking about getting rid of takers in your the life. The bank account. The yeah. bank account. That's exactly right. So 
this person wrote in and said, I really look forward to it every week, which is so awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for saying that. Yay. God, that just warms my heart. You did a show <laughs> recently on looking at relationships through the lens of deposits and withdrawal, but what about in the instance where their priorities shifted and now they are busy with activities or work, etc.? What step do you take then? So there's no deposit and there's no withdrawal and it's a friendship setting. It's not a romantic relationship. You need a marketing plan, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, um, also, question of reviewing the pod. If we just star rate it, does that help or does it need a written review? <laughs> uh. So I was like, that one I can definitely answer. No, it needs a written review. Um, it For some reason, it doesn't even register unless you write it. So wow. thank you for asking that. And thank you guys for those of you who are who have been really doing this for us. I really, really appreciate it. I know iTunes doesn't make it easy. And those of you who've really gone above and beyond to try to get reviews in, I appreciate it so much. Okay, so let's address this issue. So basically, this would be, to me, what this sounds like is a friendship that's run its course. That it's really not, there's really nothing to vote on necessarily. Like that it's bad or you're not contributing to my life anymore I'm not contributing to yours or it just sounds like a friendship that's you know kind of falling by the wayside and well, that might know, be it, okay it also might just be a season it could be a season you're right you know it doesn't have to be like well this is the end it could be like alright well we're just this is a hiatus right we're just going through a chapter and right, right. And so it'll come back I think, when it's supposed to come back or something like that yeah yeah. I think the biggest question for this person to ask themselves is what are you wanting from the friendship? Because if you're in a situation where you're really wanting to connect the way you used to, is it because of what you really got from that particular relationship or is it just because you're wanting connection, period? Because mm. sometimes it's not that, that that old friendship really gave us anything. It's just familiar. Yeah. It's our only recollection of friendship so we just attach to it even though it's not very healthy for us right so really look at what are you wanting and if it is somebody who who was really contributing to your life and you had a great connection then it might be about flexing that muscle of reaching out a little bit more often and then knowing if if there's other things in their life like maybe they're taking care of an ailing relative maybe they've got tons of kids now or um, they have a very demanding job you can only ask you know, you can only search out so often. And if they consciously choose that they don't want to put effort into the relationship, you know, then you decide something else for your own behavior, you know, and you let it go. The point of that whole episode was that we are not entertaining a bunch of relationships where we are giving, 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 and they're doing nothing. So if this, that's, yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because then we're coming up empty and we're not getting our bucket filled. We're not having any sort of reciprocity. So in that situation, it's looking at like what what's best in service of me? Am I hanging on to this for some particular reason? Um, do I really just desire connecting with them? Do I miss them? Um, and then also I think there's a very real point when lives change that you embrace how things are different. And that they have just changed. So maybe the friend yeah, that you true. talk to every single week, now it's like a once a month or every couple of months or a couple times a year. And when you do, you catch up and you have coffee or you have a great meal and you sit and it's like nothing ever changed. And the format's just changed. It's not every week or every day like it used to. So it could just be um, the frequency has, has changed. So I just think 
for you, getting really clear on what you want from that particular relationship. And if you're looking for an everyday friend, maybe it's not this person. Maybe they're not in that particular place in their life where they can reciprocate in that way. So, um, yeah. So it could be any number of things. It could be a relationship that's run its course. It could be any of those things. But again, like everything that we talk about, it's tapping in internally and going, what am I desiring? What do Mm, I want? And what's my role? Like, do I need to reach out? Do I need to instigate? Right. Or Init- do I just initiate? <clears throat> you know, if you love something, set it freestyle. Exactly. Right. Yep. <laughs> set it freestyle. Set it freestyle. So that's what I've got for today. Cool. Little Those are fun. A little bit of a longer pod, but yeah, it's got a little bit of like a mailbag. <laughs> mailbag. So I just wanted to get, I, you know, I really wanted to honor the people who had who had written in with stuff that, you know, I didn't know we would actually do a whole pot on it. But yeah. um, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys can always cruise by thejoyjunkie.com, click on the podcast, and you can submit any sort of topic that you'd like us to cover. And we will absolutely do our best. We look there first every every single week. So Thank you guys so very much for listening. Don't forget to get your free workbook on standing up for yourself without being a dick. (laughs) And we will be here next week to hang out with you. Have a beautiful week. And here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Mm -hmm.